All right. Well, I guess I'll share. I want to give great thanks before Thanksgiving uh, for the opportunity to have such a a nice group of people to gather together. Yeah. And I hope over the year or two or three years or whatever it's been. Usually, see, the funny thing is, uh, if you if there's a taking of oneself less seriously, part of that is you're not noting much shit anymore. Yeah. So you may just be living that condition. You may not have a notation that it's happened. And yeah, that's part of losing interest. Losing interest. Uh, is you're not checking into your spiritual condition every half hour or hour. Let's see how it's doing. Yeah, this is all that these are all the interesting aspects of losing interest. You'll go for a long time without really um I don't know, knowing what's going on, basically. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's pre-attendant time. I'm probably going to need an attendant soon. So this is the pre-attendant condition. <laughs> I'm going to have to be walked over to my dinner and shit like that. <laughs> Remember now, you have a talk. Have a talk tonight. Will there be jello afterwards? Yes. All right. I'll do it. Oh, so I've entertained, you know, I was introduced to this idea, uh, I don't know, a long time ago. <clears throat> it was very novel. That was the one of the first hits, really, because I would read Who Cares by this guy, Ramesh Balsakar. First of all, everything was buzzing up there because it was really a novel idea. And the whole direction and the starting with the non is great you know non <laughs> and so i'd read and then i would hit something and it would just stop me in my tracks for like 30 seconds or so and you could feel like uh you know the gears of the head were just grinding a little because it was so peculiar to the mental logic yeah and uh Never, it would then sometimes I would just stop for quite a while. That would be it. I'd maybe only get through one page, and then there would be like an avalanche, and the whole mountain, the whole mental mountain landscape was being shifted. It was great, yeah. <laughs> and it motivated me to see people who I never was looking before for. And some of them I liked and some of them, you know, I don't know. One of the talks I went to, it was described as a non-duality talk, but the energetic thing was there was definitely one person up on the stage and a lot of other people in the audience. And it sure felt like the people in the audience thought the one person on the stage had something they didn't have. <laughs> And that seemed like a dualistic construct, yeah. I don't know. Just think the one who has and the one who and the ones who have not. So these things started to sort of scratch at me. And then 
I got into the Ramana Maharshi, the collected talks from about, I think it's 35 to 39. It's a famous book where it transcribes talks he had all the, over the years at his uh, his residence. And, you know, sometimes they were into heavy Hinduism and stuff like that, but there were so many nuggets that would just not only stop you in your tracks, there'd be like a bright, you know, those those things that you drive cats crazy with, the little laser light on this wall and stuff. It would be sort of like that. Mm -hmm. It would be like a laser light would go in your head and then all these misunderstandings would scurry for protection. You know, it was really cool. And, uh, and then suddenly I got motivated just to buy a ticket, go to India to see this guy Ramesh Balsakar. And it was just simple logic, which was he's 85. He's not going to be around much longer, probably. I'd like to check him out and thank him for the book. You know, it's like really seemed like a, a quantum leap, as they would say now. Radical, amazing, whatever. So I did. Went to India and uh, went to see him. And that's when we had, he, you know, who whoever was the newest person was put in front of him because he was bored talking to the other people that were there for a while. He couldn't, it didn't get his pump primed. Yeah. So they always put the new person there. And I was that person that day. And then he gave me, he got into that personal, impersonal uh, presence that turned into for somehow turned into the idea of, uh, do you have a home and a place to stay? Yes. And so if you go to work, do you forget that you have the home? And do you have to chant, I have a home, I have a home? Because being physically away from it makes you completely forget that you have a home. And I would say, you know, and then maybe if you stay overtime, you're more likely to forget you have a home. Or maybe if you have to go to Europe, that space, that distance would be would be enough to convince you you don't have a home but in fact you don't it doesn't does it you you know something and it's not knowledge it's not like you have a book that you've read it you just know you have a place to stay because you have a place to stay i don't know how simple you can put it yeah but it has the ability to override a lot of other stuff yeah it does and uh, you know, and then I had from there, I had that turkey story, and I used to always use that to to put it out there. Yeah, and then I was at this one meeting, and I felt uh, something, and I felt that it was the knowing before all knowledge, and uh, and then it was accompanied with like an unspoken yes. Yeah. Now I've had that a couple times in my life where there was a, a yes not of the body, but it resonate, it rang the body, so to speak. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it better. And uh, those things that, that yes. And the idea of it just was building a case against all that false evidence that was appearing real. Yeah. It just was, it was building it up and there was going to be a point where a critical mass would be reached and then something like almost like a plate tectonic, something would move that you didn't have any idea. Yeah, you don't know uh, 
how much the interest and attention is, how important it is for our what we call our life. Yeah. And that you maybe you can see when you've lost interest in one thing, but when there's a loss of interest in the whole thing, yeah, it's like a migration. It's you don't you never could have imagined it because you have so much interest. <laughs> <laughs> you just wouldn't be able to imagine that that would be the key. Yeah. You would think no more interest and focused interest and surgically precise interest, but no, really a loss of interest in all that. Yeah. And then it was, uh, so it wasn't like a loss of interest in one thing than another. It was a, a it was a, a comprehensive loss of interest. Wow. And somehow it must have reached a point where the the table moved, yeah? All the chips that were on one side now moved to the other side. And I had a better hand than that which was usually playing me all day, the head, yeah? I had a better hand. I had a couple aces in the hole, so to speak. And I said... <laughs> and it just... Uh, it just... Um, It shifted the power dynamics, let's say. Yeah, let's put it that way. And then, um, you know, after a while, I saw it as, as, an, as an expression in time. And here, as the action figure, I saw a tra it traveling light. It would be the best way to say it. Because you know what happens when you have these mystical goals. They, uh, you know, they're... There's no flesh and there's no meat in it. It's all concept. It's like, and they're chewy tendon like shit. It's, it's hard to fucking throw up or digest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> uh, there was a large amount of loss of interest in that. And the, you lost interest in, in a certain way. The captains of your life, you know, the colonels, the generals, like intellect and shit like that, got, uh, they gave, uh, they submitted their submissions, their creative submissions. <laughs> there was an admittance or a recognition that they can't get it. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, sorry, boss, I can't fulfill the mission, so to speak. <laughs> It was great. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I thought they were going to be useful, extremely useful. But in in a sense, and they are based on what's using them. Yeah. But what was using them in my life, they were useful to that which was using them. But in on this idea of recognizing what I am and what I'm not, they weren't that useful. Yeah. And, uh, so there was that futility and failure that I was so afraid of, especially in spiritual seeking. Yeah. Yeah. But there was an admittance of complete, complete futility of, of arriving at where I already am. Yeah. And this is what really got me. We used to say it way in the early days about uh, how you can you cannot escape from an imaginary place. So these were just ways of attempting to capture the spirit 
of thinking you're somewhere else, but being everywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, thinking of somewhere else before would very confuse and seemingly seemingly cover over being everywhere else. But now it's not vanquishing, you know, the first thing, it's recognizing it's not about you. Yeah. And that's something that was surprising. I thought certain shit had to get destroyed or vanquished or stopped or, but no, it's really a loss of interest in it is the doer, you know, that's the thing. You just lose interest in a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff that comprise what we call you, you know, thinking and, and, you know, feeling, you know, because, uh, And then I don't know what happened. We just, uh, I don't know why I did this the other day in, in Pennsylvania, in New Jersey or somewhere. I sort of liked it. I just sat down and said, let me try to tell you what happened. And go over all these little, the high points, so to speak, or the low points. They're probably the low points. <laughs> but then, you know, I was attempting to communicate a lot of these things in recovery and I was getting frustrated and who is it that's getting frustrated, but the mission was getting frustrated. And I figured we got to get a website out and see if we can contact other people because the prophet's never going to be recognized in their own village. It's true in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so it took a while to get a website. And But when we did, we started to be able to broadcast what we were doing a little farther. And first, we were doing the CDs or the tapes. We would make tapes, and we just have dates on them. And so some person would come to, upon one of these CDs, and it had no names. It just had 11294. And they would be trying to figure out, what the fuck is, what's going on here? And they, some of them found me. So finally, we got the website out. And then immediately, people caught, started to get in touch with me, not from recovery. Yeah. And we started doing those uh, interviews, like uh, the Urban Guru Cafe and all these people. And so, and then, wow, I got introduced to... Uh, my second wave of spiritual groups, but in a different position. And I saw the addiction in spirituality demonstrating. Yeah. Pretty blatantly. And yet, you know, you could be sitting in a satsang, probably no one's going to break in and intervene on you listening to satsang. You know what I mean? <laughs> but basically, maybe it would be nice. Maybe they could, because someone who's going on their 39th retreat may should be sat, sat down maybe and, you know, asked. <laughs> I don't know. I would just think it would be curious. Why have you gone for so many times? And why don't, you know, so, but, uh, uh, so we did that and here we are. Yeah. Now, a lot of people call me up. A guy called me up the other day and he's in the whole, He's been in that non-duality stream forever. And he says, there's a lot that come and go. <laughs> there's a lot of people that come and go in non-duality. 
They make a splash and you never hear from them again. So at least we have demonstrated persistence. <laughs> you got to give me a bone for that. We've been coming around for years and years and years. Either wanted or not wanted. <laughs> We've been doing this guy at we were what with Cassandra and Kathleen and stuff. This guy came to the meeting. He saw me 13, 14 years ago. And this was probably my high point of my career. I got picked up in a Rolls Royce. <laughs> that was the first and last time. But <laughs> I remembered those days. They were sweet, you know. <laughs> Organic fresh juices and shit. It was great. <laughs> uh quickly back to Staten Island. Dover, New Jersey. So uh yeah, and here we are. And I truly, truly this is the last answer that I've come up against. Yeah, I did. It stopped everything on concerning this topic, any other answers, uh, anything that is presented before with the word amazing or radical or super Nova fucking shit. It doesn't, it doesn't have any effect on me. As soon as I hear the people talking from a point of view of self, about somehow getting to be a bigger, I just don't have much interest in it. Because humbly, at least here, I do, I completely believe if you don't hear about this selfing, you're going to be looking from its effects. It just, that's just my humble, and that hasn't changed in years now. I haven't seen anything that changed that. And uh, here we are. And now, you know, so many wild things have happened, like this Zoom shit. Yeah. You know, I had my ideas of uh, live meetings, you know, but hey, life said, screw that. You're going to have to do Zooms. Yeah. And then going to Sicily and this year before, I was, I swore I'm never having a retreat. I don't believe in retreats, but then I get an Italian girlfriend. Let's go to Italy. <laughs> All right. So let's go to Italy twice now and getting COVID both times, which is amazing. You, you would think there's a sign about something in that, but I'm unwilling to read it right now. But yeah, so here we are. Yeah, And I hope most of us haven't taken ourselves too seriously for a while. And please remember to this day, it's the message, not the messenger. Please. It's the message, not the messenger. The head would love to see it coming from another head but it isn't coming from anything. It comes through, whatever it is. And whatever energy, it's uh, it's an us event, yes? An us. And I feel like it's very, very healthy just to get fed by the energy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you'll recognize that you seem to be available and present when you didn't seem to be when you were trying to become super available and super present. Really, you'll see now that you're not trying or you see you're not that which is trying because it's see a not trying would be another order. You know, you see that as not you that's trying or not trying. Yeah, you do. You see the uh, 
what you wanted the most came with the least amount of effort, literally, because it doesn't even come. It's here. That's the dilemma. Yeah. If it would have, if it would have to come, then we have to entice it or do or draw it in or do something, you know, sacrifice or prove that I'm worthy of it. But it's not based on that. It's just based on the inherent awakeness that is our underlying condition, a condition that is not like any other conditions because it's not conditional. Yeah, it's a condition with no conditions. <laughs> and I hope you're all easing into this vertical lazy boy and you can just travel a little lighter. Yeah, you know what I mean? Jeez. Like leave less less of a mark, you know? Leave less than a less less of a mark. <clears throat> I mean <clears throat> The forgettability uh, oh, is so beautifully used. You just forget a lot. Yeah. I mean, the days just drop off, don't they? <laughs> it's difficult to go through the whole event that's never ending to find particulars on uh, from Tuesday. You know, it just doesn't. It's not, it all gets overridden by the never-ending wind these things that we thought was a, at a certain time and a certain place, and they had so much meaning, they just get blown away with everything else. Yeah? Yeah. So, so uh, after a while, observing this, it has effects, for sure. Yeah? And one of the effects is you don't uh, keep tabs on the effects. Yeah. You go in probably... What you used to call an epiphany, you probably go in and out of them a lot. There's just not a beginning or an end. There's no bookend of me being this way and then the other bookend, me being this way. And then the spiritual epiphany, or the epiphany in the middle. <clears throat> the bookends have been moved, yeah? So you don't know when things start or stop. It just sort of seems to be one never-ending <clears throat> groove. Yeah, I don't know, maybe it ends, but you're not going to be there to notice it anyway. So for us, it's never ending. Maybe the whole thing will end right after you pass away. I have no idea. But it's 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 definitely going to outlast you and me mm -hmm. as the action figure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anything longer than us, I guess we could give the name infinity to, because it wouldn't matter. We'll be gone. But anything that's longer than us is infinity. So, so yeah, so here we are sharing it, yeah, sharing it, all of us. I hear it, I hear you, you hear this, it comes in, goes out, it's something, there's a grace. You've met things, like to me, recovery has a built-in grace, it does, yeah. There's a presence, and it has a unique flavor, yeah, and maybe it's based on, uh, you that's giving it the flavor it doesn't matter because it may not be flavor flavoring for everyone but there's a grace there's a some mojo in there and i also feel satsang there's a grace in it and also su surprise surprise that grace has expressed itself in the zoom world yeah yeah so uh, if you want to know the whole point 
of how you see things, it's a form of negation in a way. Yeah. And it's it's not a neti neti, which is not this or not that, because after you said not this, not that about everything, you're still a thing. Being the head is still claiming to be a thing saying it. <laughs> so the point is is just to see the idea of what you're not, and then when it appears again as the seer of that, see that. Yeah. And pretty much I think uh two, which would be the duality of it all, two is enough to break its back, yes. So yeah. Isn't it frustrating when you think it's all over and everything is gone in your peak experience and then you come back and it isn't? It seems to be so stubborn. It seems to reappear if you seem to be there. Yeah. I think we need to make peace with it in a different way, not being at war with it, but just the loss of interest in it. Yeah. So you won't see the myopic view as a panoramic view that's overriding you and everything you'll see it as a myopic view from the panoramic. And it takes a lot of the, the meaning and the power that has been given to it. It takes it away. Yeah? Yeah. So, right. Anyone have anything they'd like to say or share or whatever questions? I like some of these Zoom backgrounds. They have a, a someone smiling, and I'm just taking it as constant affirmation with the talk. That's awesome. You know, as everything I'm saying, I'm looking at my friend Sean's thing and he's bright and shiny. I'm going, wow, it's getting through. <laughs> I should have that for every person. Just the bright, bright, shiny, affirmative look towards my way. <laughs> I like that. So, yeah. Hey, Paul, um, the yearly thank you for the message. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anu. Yeah. You're going to share? No? All right, great. That was a big enough share. Thank you, Anu. Thank you, Anu. Yes. From one, you know, one receiving of the message to another receiving of the message. That's the greatest joy. Yeah. Is to watch the receiving of the message. It's a great joy. I wouldn't miss it for anything. It's like a good ping pong game. Ah, uh, yeah. And you do have two hands. You know, I can see, it's just nice. I knew, humbly, if you don't mind me talking about you, Anu, in a sense. Do you, Anu? Can I share? So Anu had a facial structure that, to me, looked a little tense and serious. Very tense and serious. It could lead to like spiritual constipation, you know, it's like, yeah. And we was hoping to perform an X-Lax event and just, and, but a new kept coming and I could just see her whole facial structure change over the weeks. Yes. And uh, it's an undeniable ease and comfort. Yeah. I don't care how it's, how or what triggers it, but I care about that ease and comfort. And so, and to get the support of allowing that ease and comfort, you know, to get its legs and walk around and fucking, yeah, it's great. And this is the power of community. 
So very, very happy to meet you and and uh, know you. Yeah. And everyone else here. So Zoe and everyone else. <clears throat> so anyone else? Yeah. Yeah, you've got Craig and Dana. Do I have any choice? No. All right. <laughs> I'll take that burden off you. Who wants to go first? Craig? Let's Craig Craig's go. And Dana, Dana get comfortable. This may take a while. Get comfortable. Get a nice drink of water. Relax. All right. Let's go, Mr. Craig. That was, uh, I'm only joking with you, Craig, because I know you can take it. Oh, <laughs> I know all these. They almost they have a sense of humor like New Yorkers. I hope most of them. I bet. Uh, I love to laugh more than I love to do anything else, and I love to laugh at myself more than I love to laugh at anything else. <laughs> but what you just said is so beautiful because. It, I, everyone obviously people can feel it here at the moment it's just a glow a beautiful warm glow i'm sitting here with my friends with beautiful lilies a couple of peach trees my azaleas and they're all just standing to beautiful attention to the sun oh yeah there and they're just swaying so beautifully in the breeze and um you know when you when you see God in something, that something sees God in you as well. It doesn't matter what it is, any conscious thing, anything that's alive. A plant, an insect. My daughter's afraid of insects. <laughs> if ever there's an insect in the place, she panics and comes and grabs me and says, Dad, there's a spider or whatever. So I go and get the spider, whatever it is, and I often I just put my hand out in front of it, and the spider will crawl up on onto the under the hand, you know. And no, it's it's safe. It feels it feels that thing. It's safe. And when you know that this little spider is trusting you, that's like a to me, that's just like the most sacred thing. So I'm walking downstairs and I take him out and I'll put him, you know, put him down near the tree or something. And often they won't want to go. I'll stay on the hand, you know, or they'll crawl up the hand, up the hand, up, up the up the other. Beautiful. It's just so beautiful. That sort of exchange, you know. It's um I really love uh what you said yesterday too, that when you whenever you see beauty, you're seeing the beauty that's that's in you, that is you. And that's so true. Beautiful. Mm. Yes. I want to just briefly uh, mention the Course of Miracles. I came across the course about four years ago, and I read I read the text over about a month, and um, I wasn't I wasn't ripe enough. I enjoyed it enough. I was really moved by it and stuff, but um, I just read the text and then I put it down. I didn't do the lessons or anything, and I didn't go near it again. And when I was out walking the other day, that was just a clear message. It just said, go back to the course. It did, I didn't hear those words, but that was the, that was clearly the download. So I went home. I couldn't find the book. And then I remembered that I gave the book away. Yeah. So anyway, it's online. It's available online. You can read it for free. And 
I went on and I started reading it and it was just, uh, it just downloaded as I was reading it. It was the most lucid, effortless thing. It just, it was like I was reading what I already knew. Um, it was just, it was just so lucid, beautiful. It was just so gorgeous. And, um, you know, sometimes that thing that dislodges the pebble at the uh, peak of the mountain that creates the avalanche, it can be a real subtle little thing. It can be a change in a word or just coming at something on a different angle for the action figure to get it. And, you know, when you mention recovery and, and it has, um, you know, the, the um, handing things over to a higher power, which is really just... I understand that intellectually. It's, it's a beautiful thing, but the same as Ramana's concept of, um, not concept, but, um, you know, surrender. But it never really landed. The Course refers to it as trust. Trust. Trusting in God. That landed. That just landed big time. It was like clunk. It was like choo -choo, clunk. Like getting your back adjusted. It just went goo goo. The next couple of days, I just was empty, empty, completely empty. It was like the peace. It was just the peace of God. It was exactly what they what they describe in the course as empty emptiness. You don't just go quiet. The world goes quiet. Everything goes quiet. Beautiful. I was walking down through Turak Village, which is like a, a it's so busy, and I felt like walking through a ghost town. It was like slow motion. People were just beautiful. Emptiness. You feel empty, so light. Light as a feather. Beautiful. That was for a couple of days. And then I was out walking again and I saw something and it triggered the head had an opinion of it. Then I listened to the head. I listened to it. Everything changed. I could feel the tension come in my neck. My, my shoulders started to feel a bit tense. Then I had a, a thought. Now, I, I have OCD. And um, so it's a thing where you're prone to having really uh, uncomfortable thoughts. And I had one of those. It was a, due to an insecurity of the action figure. And I listened again, and everything changed. The world became louder. I became, I could feel it in my face. It became more, I could feel the tension in my face, in my body. I was walking like, um, just like you're walking on air. And then all of a sudden, my legs were heavy. I could feel the, the pain in my ass as I was walking. It was incredible. And that was for about the next 20 or 30 minutes as I walked home. I got home and it was like slipping off a jacket. It just dropped off again, completely dropped away. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it's like the course stipulates. If you listen to the Holy Spirit, you've got to listen to one or the other. You're listening to the Holy Spirit or you're listening to the, it refers to it as the ego. We've, we refer to it here as the head. And it was incredible to get that such, such a close, up close look 
at the contrast between both very, very quickly. It was so revealing. It was unbelievable, the difference. But once it, it was like once it showed me that, it just dropped. It went again. It's incredible what, if you if you have the ears to hear, the universe is speaking to us. You know, this place is speaking to us all the time. I'll tell you a story. When Rowena and I bought our first house together, we bought our, first, our little cottage in St Kilda East, and um, the people we shared a wall was one of those. And um, the two we lived we lived next to two guys, and uh, one of these guys and myself in particular clashed. We did not like each other, and we were like rams, butting heads. He just he fucking did not like me, and I did not like him. We lived there for 12 years and we were like this. Unbelievable. After that time, we moved. We moved into a first floor apartment. The people underneath, there was this woman. She was a nutcase. I could not stand her. She could not stand me. We fucking butted, butted, butted for six years. I moved again. We moved into another first floor apartment, just not, not far from the other one. The people below us, again, were psychopaths. This guy used to fucking scream at his son when, at night. They didn't think we could hear them because they couldn't hear us because we're quiet. This guy used to just fucking lay in verbally to his son. It was terrible. Um, I couldn't stand him. He didn't like me either. <laughs> Fucking again. Three years we were there, then we moved here. Now we're suing these people. I've sort of spoken about it before. We're in litigation. I couldn't help but reflect a bit. What the fuck's going on here? Why do I keep running into this? <laughs> I think maybe it's got something to do with me. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> 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 it like a little light bulb. How do I run into the same people all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Um and aware it's like these people are trying to show me the narcissistic the narcissistic elements of my own personality. I think I'm above it. I think I'm right. You're the you're the so-and-so. I'm Mr. Fucking Wonderful, you know, casting my judgment, you know. I just woke up. I just woke up to it. That's what's fucking going on. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> I, saw, I saw my role in it. And now, even though we're suing these people and we're we're in a huge dispute with them that's costing fucking shitloads of money, I don't care. And I don't have any resentment towards them. I don't dislike them. I don't judge them. In fact, I love what they are. And what they are loves me. Now, it plays out differently here. But what they are love me and I what I am loves them. I can fucking see that. So we, we, just, we go through the emotions or whatever and we'll see this thing through and it's going to play out the way it's going to play out. I don't care about the money because 
that showed me also that I was too I was too obsessed about money. It's like that's what it showed me. Money yeah. doesn't matter to that extent. To that extent, we're not going to be thrown out on the fucking street or anything like that. We're not made of money, but we can ride it out and we can we can um, see it through. And it's funny because it's, a it's the most stressful situation the action figure's ever been in in his life, and the action figure is at the most peaceful he's ever been in his life at the same time. I am utterly at peace. It's, it's unbelievable. And that's what it's shown me, that situations and circumstances are, of this world, and it's irrelevant because the head wants to... Not now. We've got, we've got to sort this out. We've got to get this in line. We've got to do this and that. But when we get that done... We'll come back to this and then we'll, you know, we'll be at one with God and whatever. Of course, you get through that and then it's got another fucking excuse why you can't do it because whatever. The head will never get to that stage. It never, it's petrified of getting that, to that stage because if you get to that stage, the, the head sees that you don't, the, the head knows that you're going to see that it doesn't fucking exist. That's what you see. And that's why uh, you stop listening. It doesn't stop its little parlor games, but you hear it and you don't listen. Mm. And I love the way he says in the course that the Holy Spirit and Jesus, him, are with you all the time. And it's, it's, they're never not with you. I feel that. I feel that fucking presence. And it's so, it's just, uh, uh, it's, uh, Trying to put it into words is, you know, it's futile, but it's love, let's, I would say, you know. But love, not of here, not of, it's not the love of time, it's the, the love of timelessness. And that's accessible here in time because what we are is not of time. We can access the timeless, the timelessness. We can access that because it's what we're of and it's what it is of, which is us. It is us. We can access that here. We don't need to die to reunite with God. Or, you know, Good. because we never left there. We never left. It's not possible to leave there. Hey, Craig. Craig. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Hey, thanks. I, let's, uh, you came full circle. That was cool. I just before we go to Dana, I just want to say, can you imagine if you were at an alternate Zoom and then the people that lived underneath you were talking about you? <laughs> it, would be pretty, it would be pretty trippy. Yeah. One thing happened. I remember when I looked at my relationships and, of course, I had some conditional idea of success and failure. And I looked at all of them had failed and I saw the one constant in all of them was me. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so it's awesome, bro. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Come on, Dana. Come on in. Okay. I'm here. Um, yes, you are. I just wanted to share... Um, what it was like for me before 
I had that tectonic shift and, and ran to God. I mean, ran. And, and I, I was suicidal. I wanted to drink. I was, I, I was, I didn't feel like I had anything to share. And I didn't, people would say, call on me. And it's like, I wouldn't know what to share because I, I didn't know what they were feeling. I hadn't had, because I was so, I don't know, blocked off. I was, and I was so in, into self and, um, It was horrible. It was horrible. I didn't want to share. I didn't want to be a part of. I, I mean, I tried and I, and I sponsored people and I, I did stuff, but I just never felt it. And uh, what's happened now is, is a 180. I mean, my life, I'm happy today. I'm, I'm, I look forward to doing things. I have a good attitude. I, I'm free. Uh, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe where I am now. Mm. It's like amazing. 42 years of that, wanting to die and all that kind of stuff. And my life is totally turned around. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> Come on up, sister. Come on up, sister. <laughs> Testify. <laughs> God has taken you and raised you. <laughs> that same God has said, told me I need a jet plane. <laughs> God sending your hard-earned cash. No. <laughs> I'm very happy to see you, Dana. I, whatever works. To me, it's the, the lightness and you're smiling and everything. Yes, that's the... That's the uh, trigger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy that we, all of us, you and I and everyone here has played a part in you uh, being happy and content and feeling purposeful and everything else. It's about, you know, it's yeah. just a great gift. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy that somehow the zoom has played a role in it and i'm very happy about that yeah so thank, thank you. you yeah yeah well, yes anyone else there mike uh none showing right now while we're waiting i just remember to uh plug the uh what video that's up monday that was up on monday my what video? Oh, we got a good one coming. Uh, uh, the parasitical con convention. We had a nice little skit happen on Sunday night in uh, Dover. Sit. Um, hmm? What'd you say? We had a we fell into a nice skit in Dover. About the parasite and how successful the parasite is to having these conventions that are all winning trips to Hawaii and fucking bonuses and shit like that. <laughs> it's come, it's gonna, it's on the Sunday night meeting. I thought it was good. It was just fun. 
you know, in a way, uh, you know, sometimes when people look at the world, it seems as if there's a, a, a predetermined current that it it's it's in right now, which is a very seemingly a base, uh, you know, the, the things like div divisiveness, hate, suffering, all this stuff. And uh, even in, to me, a perfect design for living, but again, people are in it, so things happen. Mm -hmm. But a design for living, in a way, doesn't have a great success rate, in a sense, or what they would call here. Most people go back to drink and use. And this current, uh, it's like the force here is sort of in that direction, so to speak, and uh, in the dreaming. And uh, I think the most happiest thing I have in a sense of my life was be able to share about the exact nature of the wrong in in the grosser uh, acts of addiction, which is also the same exact nature of the wrong in in what's going on, truly. And the idea that there's an act of being identified as a thing, a separate, long-lasting, independent thing, and a doer, and a feeler, and a taster, and a toucher, at the expense of the doing, feeling, tasting, and touching, uh, you're not going to get out of it as it. It's not going to become your amigo, or a service animal, or a companion on your trips. Yeah. And just like non-duality brought about an incredible, it presented a new understanding in a way, which was counter or contrary to all the directions everyone was doing, like all the seeking and stuff like that. They basically pronounced that you, you are what you're looking for, which is incredibly beautiful. And then backed it up with very sound understanding that anyone if they entertain it, will see that the evidence in their own life. Yeah. They will come to believe, they will be convinced without books or anything, just by seeing with these new pairs of glasses. Yeah. This non dual understanding. And the whole point of the understanding of non duality is the reliance on vision, the seeing, the awareness. Yeah. It's sort of like, the awareness was blind, so that if it, its first move is braille, so to speak, it has to feel around an understanding. But that understanding is going to restore the sight you never lost. Yeah, just like the course talks about it, or these eyes have the, the eyes that see the world are not your eyes, and all this stuff. Yeah. So this uh, message of non duality, in my experience, uh, whatever, journey, whatever you want to call it in time, was it. It was it. It was. It is and was the last answer. And its understanding gave understanding to everything that I seen that used to be quite confusing and bewildering and frustrating. 
there's a, a sense of knowing of the underlying uh, thing that's going on that has brought a peace and a, yeah. And so the understandings are not what I rely on. They did their job, yeah? I don't, I rely as, so to speak. I don't even rely on anymore, yeah? I rely, rely as, yeah. Yeah, and then when there's a, you know, a solar flare, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no part of the sun ever leaving the sun. The solar flare always falls back, yes? Yes, uh, the family is back, though. <laughs> it's sort of like a solar flare. That's when they come back. So, yeah. That's, I hope we feel that sense, yeah? That the idea of a last answer is it takes away any need for any other answer, yeah? And the which is an incredible answer, yeah? Because this is sometimes an all-consuming topic when it's a, a topic and they start, they add more amazings and more radicals and more extremes and more adjectives and shit every day, yeah? You can get, to have, a, to be relieved of all that, you know, if spirit was never moving, spirituality is constantly moving it's constantly going like breakneck speed to get somewhere that which where you already are it has a movement it's like a current in the water when you get caught in a riptide yeah what does it do you go to you start with one week one weekend retreat then it turns into a week retreat, then a three-week retreat, then a month retreat, and it goes on and on and on and on. You read one book. How many books have you read? Did it stop? Did it start and stop with one? Yeah. Some people say the Course of Miracles is just for to do it once. You know, you go through the lessons to support the lessons, and other people's it's been a lifelong topic. You know, it's nothing. It's what we make it. Yeah. But hey, so we, uh, yes, I'm going to say goodbye now. Uh, we share this this house with 12 people and about eight of them just came in. So I, I got to leave. I got to leave the common room. <laughs> There's Amelia, Noah, there they are. There's some lovely children, but they've gotten into the room. Nobody knows what they belong to. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to disappear into my room and bid you all a fond farewell. Let me say goodbye. Anyone else? No, no. No burning desires. I know there's no burning desires here. Hallelujah. All right, Dana. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing your joy and stuff and yeah i'm happy honey i'm happy yeah yeah mike as always thank you for the service and we'll get someone to either take care of the creative submissions or we'll uh maybe if we change the name of it would 
funny. <laughs> David, as always, my friend from down under. Yes. Kathleen G, my traveling companion. Yes. You know, Kathleen is a pretty big fashion plate. She was uh she was wearing the duds this this couple of days. Very, very impressive. Yeah. A little nouveau country western, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Craig May. Craig May, my man. Nice to see you, Craig. Thanks for your share. Everyone waits uh for craig's closet they're every, it's like uh they hear about it and they they go through the muddying zoom of zen bishlap and they just hope for the oasis of craig's closet to appear <laughs> and there you go uh we got geo geo my friend from brazil man hello paul how are you good my friend good very I good i don't know if i'm a mistake. I may be mistaken, but this was a very special meeting. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Oh, great. Well, great. Yes. Well, that means a lot to me coming from you, Gio. Very no, much. Not so much. I'm not that special. <laughs> I'm oh. just a little bit special. <laughs> it's a, but, but what you are, I'm going to make special for this moment. Yes. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Yes. Cassandra, another one of my traveling companions. I got surprised. I was at this place. I do a talk, a lot of talks in Milestone. And there's this lovely lady sitting in the front row. And then I can't, couldn't tell her because the square wasn't there. You know, you know how you sometimes you need to have a pair of glasses to recognize someone? Now you need squares. You got to put, oh, it's Cassandra. But there she was, drove all the way from Georgia. Very impressive. Yes, thank you. Mike G, down down in L.A., good to see you, Mike. Mike and I met a while, a long time ago, when we used to go to L.A. a lot. Really excited you're coming to, to Macula. Yes. Well, I got to talk to that guy, uh, Zoe. I, I sent the information through your contact thing on the website. Oh, yeah, that'll so be fun. Yeah, I'll get okay, it. cool. Yeah, I'll get it. Just in case, I, uh, you know, it's good to have a person's number. So, yeah, <laughs> I didn't have, a, couldn't find Kathleen's number. We're trying to get her, but whatever. Yeah, it's, it's good. All right, thank you. Thank you, Zoe. Uh, Mike G, Shannon. Yes, Shannon Corkery. William Stamps, Zoe. Zoe, you're not leaving soon, though, eh? No? Well, it's really crazy. Like, they, it's been hurry up and wait for months. But in this last week, like, I had movers here today, and then they're going to come next Tuesday. So it may be, like, the beginning of December. But isn't there a guy in Japan who, who listens to you? Yes. Uh, so maybe, you know, he and I can be your <laughs> Japan I, cohort. <laughs> I hope so. Yes. Well, at least you will be, which would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that would be great, Zoe. Wherever you are, you know, the sub, the uh, the membership of zenbitchlap.com does not run out. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing my Zen Bitch Slap t-shirts with me. <laughs> there you go. Definitely. Definitely. 
That'll be, yeah. Oh, great, great. I knew. Always a pleasure, honey. Yeah. I hope I'm going to see you soon. I hope your, your husband's are getting better. Yeah. I've, I'll try to drive up this Saturday, maybe. Oh, great. We would love to see you Saturday. All right. Amelia's going to be down in L.A. Saturday, or San Diego. Yeah, she's got the, Marco has a, a tournament, soccer tournament, so. Yeah, David Bitterman, another one of our uh, travelers. We had an idyllic couple hours on the water in the lake. That was very, that was very cool. Very nice. Yeah, nice to see you, David. Thank you for everything, yes. Thank you. Susan for, Davis. Yeah, was wonderful. Yes, she's always closer than I think, Susan H. There she is. Nice to see you. Tej, Tej dropped in. Nice to see you, Tej. Fletch, Laurie's phone. Fletch, I want to actually sit here for a second, Fletch. Yes. Laurie's phone. Mika from Finland. Yes. I think I got everyone. Hey, it was a pleasure tonight. I hope I can see you. We're going to do uh, the recovery meeting at 1030 in the morning tomorrow. Thanksgiving. And uh, there you have it. And then Saturday and everything like that. Yes. What? Yeah. So thank you, everyone. See you. Oh, here's the. Uh, here's the hey, get out of there. Here's the other one here. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is the lineage holder right there the lineage holder yes Sri Lola Sri Lola-san yes get used to that name you're going to be hearing it a lot yeah <laughs> all right I'll see you everybody see you bye bye thank you, bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.